said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top 10. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 64. Uh, we got Gert in the building, C in the building. Um, yo, so I want to um, I want to start here. The other day, um, apparently, it was a room on Clubhouse um, where it was a whole bunch of people in there. Joe Button and Youngberg and Jazz Prince were three of like the notable names in that in that room. And I don't know how the conversation started, but at some point in time, Jazz Prince took it upon himself to call Joey out on what he described as a whole bunch of fuck shit um, towards younger artists or just artists in general that he criticized. So um, he basically, he tried to punk him. He tried to sun him and he tried to call him out. And before I get my opinion on it, um, I know that y'all heard it. Um, see, what was like your, your takeaway from that whole exchange? Like, what did you think? I don't think he tried to sun him or punk him. I think he looked more like a fool. He tried to sun and punk young words. That's what he tried to do. But as far as Joey, I don't think he did. Um, and he said, you think you could talk to people um, a certain type of way because they're not articulate enough to say what they got to say. Let me just tell you something. Um, being articulate is being able to, um, to speak your point. It don't matter about the words, the vernacular that you use or anything. It's being able to substantiate a point and to get it over to someone else. You could just say how you feel. That's being intellectual and articulate is you being able to speak how you feel. He was not able to speak how he felt because he kept bringing up things and he had no validity to what he was bringing up. He had no points. There was no um clear and concise reason why he had these grievances with Joe or why he felt a certain way with Joe. He just felt like picking on him or saying things to him just to bring no notoriety to him. And my thing is, did you talk to six, nine this way? Did you talk to, and I don't know if he did or he didn't, but I know he had a beef with six, nine and six, nine came to his hood and did some stuff to him and he ain't do nothing really back or whatever. But I'm just saying like, it's just, it comes to a point to where though you are trying to make a name for yourself off of someone else's name. That's that's how I feel, like feel. Being his father, being his father, right? Being his father and being as though Joe is someone in the industry right now that is being looked upon and that people go to to say, hey, we want his opinion. We want to know how he feels. Just like when he was just like, yeah, Joe, you have people come on and coming on your show and you just using your platform and stuff. And he said, I don't have no guests on my podcast. I only have guests that I like am cool with. He only has his friends on there. Exactly. <laughs> he does. So, so you're disrespecting people. Yeah. 
friends? Exactly. <laughs> like, so I don't get that. And for you to be disrespectful to Young Berg, I mean, come on, it's Young Berg. Like, don't nobody get no points off of that. You just, I just felt like it was just extra. And it showed that he is using who he's attached to as leverage within the industry. Because my daddy is Jay Prince. I'ma just speak the way I want to speak to other men. And I feel like Joey won that battle. Cause he was like, okay, I understand. Like he wasn't even engaging with him. So that's how I felt about it. You're saying this is the opposite of Jeezy and Gucci? <laughs> it's not even that because I just feel that Jay Prince Jr was trying to make points but he was not making solid points he, i don't think he was trying to make points i think he just wanted to beat him into argument i think he did yes that but i think he was making i think he was trying to make a point is what i'm saying like he was just trying to pick nitpick at things but he had no clear and concise thing to nitpick at like basically like i mean he wasn't that mean he wasn't trying to make a point. No, he was. He was trying. He was trying to make the point that he is articulate enough and he is smart enough to argue with that man and to spar to to have a verbal sparring with that man. No, that's what he said he was trying to do. But the only thing he proved is that he was not. That's what I'm saying. What you're saying, everything you're saying, you're correct about. Okay. I don't think like because all of the stuff he was saying had no validity at all. And I only I only heard the clip of what y'all put up, but um it 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 just seemed like he was just trying to bait him into saying something so that like he wanted it to go someplace else. He definitely wanted it to go someplace else, which I didn't understand because I didn't, I'm like well, okay well what's well, the origin of they they issue from That's what he said so who knows um only from what I heard listening to it it sounded like. He recently heard Joe Button say something about somebody he's in business with. Yeah. And I, this is only my personal opinion of what I heard. But that wasn't strong enough for him to confront Joe about off that. So he was trying to pull something else of what he had no knowledge of. Yeah. Uh, he he was reaching to find something else to make it look like the argument was over that other shit instead of what he actually had an issue with the personal and stuff. Like it, it just where Joe and where Joe is at at this point in his life, like he he's willing to have a articulate conversation and admit wrong if he's wrong but it seemed like uh he didn't want to say what the actual issue was so the whole conversation just sounded stupid mm -hmm. it, it sounded like a waste of however many minutes for <laughs> yeah no i i i agree totally I, and and at the end what was super whack was how like once he left it was like he was trying to then he then he tried to like yeah he was being extra tough mm -hmm. yeah i told you to get your bitch ass out of here you know get on fuck up out of here you know i already told you 
And I'm like, why, why, why he talking spicy like that now? Like after everybody even, left the even chat. with the spicy talk, Joe Button, you can tell he made it very clear. That's not the point of his life that he's at. No. So it's like, why even you're bothering somebody for no reason who doesn't even care? I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> it's like. Whatever insult, whatever insult he was gonna throw, I'm willing to bet Joe Bun would have gladly accepted that insult. It was like it was just nonsense. It, it was just nonsense for no reason. Key, what 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 was your take on the whole Jazz Prince Joe Button Joe Button thing? Nah, I appreciate that shit. That shit made me mad. You feel me? I ain't old as Joe, but. He should, like that's some shit that you should slap his little ass down, talking to you like you big homie and shit. Then when I leave, you want to talk crazy again, like I'm Debo. So I ain't appreciate that shit. Like some things don't be worth it. Like mm -hmm. you know what it made me think of, and to be honest, I think that put Joe Button in the category of lucky me. Like he moved into that that you know whole song lucky me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. As a, what you mean by lucky though? No, no, no. The it's song Jay Z got a song. Nah, you know I don't listen to whole. No, right, no. Uh, I bet Joe Button looks at that song a little differently now. I, I, he can embody that song a little bit now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's one of but, my favorite songs off that album. But, but how y'all felt when he was like, yeah, he know what type of he's an entity he dealing with. Like basically, I'm like, so you trying to scare the nigga off off your father? and his people he fuck with. So I'm like, yo, I I respect that shit. That was nasty. I told him I was going to smack, flick him on his forehead. I'm like, yo, this nigga's big as hell compared to you, bro. Like, yeah, that's what he said. That, he was like, I told you, I told him to flick him on his forehead. And then he had his little, his little peanut gallery in there. It was just nasty. It was, yeah, they kissing his feet. And all I ain't like that. Like, don't be a dumb woman. Like, come on. No, the stupidest thing I heard in it, she was like, that's sexy. I'm like, what part of what was sexy? Like... Well, so, I, I, you're talking about the amigos and you're talking about Yachty. And I, I, I mean, like four years ago, that happened a long time <laughs> but look, ago. He's he's had conversations, public, but he's had public conversations with yes. them since then. But I think he got pressed off, um, like because they, I don't know, I think Warwick kept trying to bring up, like, like to Joe, like to talk about like Drake, and, and Joe was like, nah, I ain't gonna do it, I ain't gonna do it. And I think he said something, but I don't know, I don't know. That could have been, it was something else. It was something else that he was, uh, you could tell, or I could tell, it was something else he wanted to mention. And that. The one that was like, they not off Ritlin, Ritlin what's up? They, they not off that shit when he was on Adderall. A, um, yeah, he was on Adderall. That episode or nah? I don't know what, was that I don't one. even know if it was off his podcast that, that it was something else, but fuck all of that shit. This nigga been out here all year. And you're gonna do it on Clubhouse. I was like, it seemed like you want everybody to check out Clubhouse now because of what you just did. Now you're talking about Joe talking on different platforms. Look what you just did. You try to air him out on but some Joe, new platform that everybody Joe Button about, like, is past to me. He's past that part of his life. Like that part of because you said something, I wanna fight you. I feel offended. Mm -hmm. Like I I, to me, it just seems like that part of his life is far behind. Him. But it's petty, though. Not even just because of, not even because of where he's at in life, 
but because of his age, like mm-hmm. he's fucking. He did say that. 40. He said I'm forty. He said I yeah. don't want to do this. Like I'm forty, I see things differently, and it was he was trying to explain his position as a mature adult to a immature kid and it's so hard to do that when you have someone who wants to argue with you and you're not trying to be combative that's all he was doing and he was saying i'm articulate enough you argue with these people don't know how to talk or whatever you could talk to me you could argue with me don't nobody want to argue with you because i don't have nothing to say to you i respect you I respect what like you do, father. and I respect your father enough not to argue with you. I'm good. Like your father said, when Pusha put that stuff out with with Drake, and he said we don't roll around in the in the mud with pigs. We don't roll around in the mud with pigs. That's what he should have said to him. We don't roll around in the mud with pigs because <laughs> that's what he should have said. I mean, because. You're you're acting that way now. What's the point? Yeah. So he's being chatty patty. He's being petty betty. <laughs> <That's what he's laughs> I like that. Nah, being nah petty petty. <laughs> Prince almost he almost he almost he almost had me when he was like, "Yo, you you making static for them trying to like put on and support their friends and fam like support their family." I was like, "Damn, he is right because Joe do be wild." Then again, I'm like, know. "You wrong." Yeah, Joe don't. It, he, he almost had me with that. He tried to like make that a point, like, yo, you messing up their money. Like, how they supposed to eat? That's not when you over here making like. He almost had. But that's me. not but true. I was like, nah. That's so not true. Like, you can't say that somebody else has me- messed up your money. If you are an artist, it's a lot of people who did not like Kendrick when Kendrick first came out. Did that mess up his money? It's a lot of people who don't like Chance right now. Did that mess up his money? It's a lot of people that don't like yeah. a lot of people, but they have core audiences and core fans. You cannot All say right, that this specific you person is messing up your money, which you can do. How Joe talk about logic? About logic. What? Yeah. How Joe talk? No. How Joe talk about logic? But that right? was dumb. Imagine, like, but hold on. No, that that, that don't count. No, I no, get what you're saying, but go ahead. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. But that, I'm just saying, say logic wasn't as big as he is, but Joe be going hard on logic you think that's what he talking but Joe about was not the only one who goes hard on logic a lot of people go hard on logic Charlemagne went hard on logic J. Cole went hard on logic it was a lot of people who went hard on logic because logic was conveniently black that's why they felt that way about logic because logic would say oh I'm a, a white and a black or man but he would not stand firm in blackness he would not speak on black lives matter and he would not speak on the black struggle he can pass more so for white you cannot blame someone else for your uh lack of you'll get a pass you can't say that you can't say oh this person is speaking bad about me that's why my music ain't going nowhere no you can't say that that's you you're whack or you're not teaching the masses. You cannot blame so, somebody else for your misfaps or your, your fall downs or whatever. When you put something out to be judged, people are allowed to judge it how they see fit. Exactly. Bert. That was a very good statement. Thank you. Yes. You, you can't control what some people are going to like it. Some people are not. And you that's just it. it. Yeah. I think you said once before that... um. I think it was one of your mans that um, basically be on it. Like, you know, I, I think it was maybe somebody. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. My homie, so one of my uh, homies is a rapper. 
dope rapper. Uh, but he made a song, and I was like, yo, bro, that shit whack. And the nigga was like, I didn't make it for you. Mm-hmm. I made it for niggas from my project. They love that shit. He said, but my next shit I'm going to make for you, and you're going to love that shit. Everything I make yeah. ain't for you. Hopefully you like most of the shit, but you're not going to like everything I make. You ain't supposed to. It ain't for you. If I'm talking about some shit you ain't go through that I went through, that shit ain't for you. And people should understand about art. Every, I respect every it. piece of art ain't gonna be for you. I respect I, it. I, I, yeah, that shit stuck with me to this day. It stuck with me since you said it, because as an artist, um, you know, all artists are sensitive to a, a, enough of a degree. And you need you need that um, you need that reinforcement sometimes to to remind yourself like yo yeah everybody's not gonna feel about your shit the way that you do like you got to be able to take that you know what I'm saying and you got to respect it because it keeps you honest like if everybody likes every single thing that you do eh, more times than not they're probably not telling the truth like nobody likes everything that a, a, a person does like. You know what I mean? You should be indifferent about some things. That makes you the individual. So um, from an artist perspective, you know, I always remembered that because it's like, yeah, you're right. And if they don't like it, that's cool. Just make sure that, you know, if you if you a certain person who does something with a certain amount of integrity and you you stay true to that, then that's the only thing that should help you sleep at night. That's it. But I wouldn't even and say artist. I would say creator because creator, every creator... creator you create things with the intent of people liking something that you create. And if they aren't, I mean, well, you you create it with the intent of someone liking it, you know? And it's scary when you put something out there on the forefront and you're putting it to be judged. So that is the creator standpoint. Artists, yeah, I get that that's a separate thing, but just as a whole, as a creator, you may create a t-shirt line. You You may create a freaking soap or something you are putting that out there to the masses but wait real quick real quick just to add to that real quick i personally and this ties into the whole thing of what we discussing even even with art right so nas i didn't start liking nas until i am and then i went back and listened to it was written in Illmatic and appreciated it and it's uh you know in its truest form. Mm-hmm. When they came out, it didn't hit me the same. Once I got a little older, I lived a little bit more, I could go back and understand what he was talking about. You're not gonna get everything in real time. You know what I'm saying? Some things you're gonna have to go back to understand and listen to and appreciate. That's the great thing about music is timeless because when Illmatic came out, I wasn't old enough to listen to Illmatic and understand that. I didn't even know that type of music or even the purple tape. Like, you know, like I didn't even know that until I went back years later when I was in high school and my cousins would be like, you need to listen to this, this is rap or this is, it was certain things at times that I appreciated at that time because I was old enough to die just it and that's the great thing about music is that it's timeless and it evolves with you it does not just stay in that same time frame so if, some shit do 
Well, no, it doesn't. Trinidad James is staying right where he is. <laughs> no, it don't. Because sometimes you feel like putting on your stuff and you be like, gold all in my chest. That's what you do? <laughs> that's how you, that's how you get it. dressed to oh, go to the club? That's how, that's how you like, celebrate? That's how you giving it up these days? You got to feel yourself sometimes, you know? <laughs> Did you just dust your shoulder off, see? <laughs> <laughs> don't believe me just watch like <laughs> but even to your point of like about a creator and and you know putting stuff out there like even this podcast right this podcast is the dopest podcast out we all <laughs> feel like that if now somebody if somebody else doesn't like our podcast that don't make it not fire exactly. that just mean that they don't like it and yeah. both things can exist and everybody can be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't like this podcast. I just say you stupid. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stupid. <laughs> I mean, we bust the stupid dope moves on this pod. Work. <laughs> Work. Um, Gert, you had a, a a loyalty question. Like, a, a, a oh, question. yeah, word. So, um, now this this is directed to see being our first lady of the pod. <laughs> see, we know you speak for all women. No, I don't. Oh, You're a liar. <laughs> You're oh, definitely snap. a liar. <laughs> see, being the lady of the pod who speaks for all women, Never and especially women who who wave that black girl magic flag. Do you um <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> do women pay attention to little uh hints of do they check for hints of loyalty in men? Like does it mean something if a male has had the same barber <laughs> for X amount of years or you know he only put one type of gas in his car? Y'all pay attention to if a nigga's loyal to anything or is it just a free fall? Like, okay. No. Um, I can care less about that shit, honestly. Um, the only thing (laughs) (laughs) only thing I care about is if your hairline is not messed up. Because let me tell you, there <laughs> it, it it's have time a good to hairline. say goodbye just time to say, it's time to say goodbye like just let it go go bald be free but um, so you like bullhead uh-huh. niggas <laughs> you said what happy <laughs> what you said <laughs> <laughs> i know that was an ignorant question but anywho all i'm saying is this i don't think we we that doesn't really mean anything because I have different stylists and different people for different things. Like for short hair, I go to a different person than I do for long hair. For braids, I go to a different person than I do for my other hair. And I've, I've had regular cars, so I've just been putting regular gas in my regular cars. I mean, <laughs> I've never really had like an exotic car to ante up my gas. So I don't know. Like, I don't really pay attention to that. Loyalty is like consistency on a day-to-day basis. Like, we know that men are creature of habits. We do know that. And we know that, yes, you are. Yes, you will. You don't want to admit it, but men are creature of habits. AC, this is game. Some niggas is good enough to create habits for you to pay attention to. 
And some women are good enough to scope out the habits <laughs> that you think that you have paid attention to and to see how those change up. I've been doing this before Facebook, before MySpace, and before uh, freaking <laughs> Instagram. Before Clubhouse? I don't even know what that is, and I don't even log on to I don't even subscribe to that. But I can get my man. I can. I can get where I need to be, who I need to be involved with. I can get all of that information. Because men are a creature of habits. Whether you think you are or not, women pay attention to detail. We are very analytical. And that's why you think we're extra. Because you say like, oh my God, y'all so extra, y'all so dramatic, y'all so everything. We are everything, but we know you once we know you. We hone in on your habits. See, you know there's niggas out here with two families, two and three families. Oh, I know. That I know a lot of people out here. But you know it's women out here who don't care that you have two or three families as long as you take care of theirs. As long as your check is coming in on the 1st and the 15th. They don't care if you have another family or not. But there's women who do care. And there's women who care enough to pay attention. He's saying that there are people who have families that are secrets and nobody, they don't even know that they have a whole nother family or two other families. And he's saying them being able that. to. You don't know because you don't want to know. If you wanted to know, you would know. No, no, no. You would know is what you're saying. I would. Now, now you can't. Look, I just said you speaking for all women. Now you can't speak for all women. <laughs> 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 but I'm just saying some women don't care. Just like the women know that you're married or the women know that you're in a relationship, they don't care. They just want a piece of you. They don't have to have all of you. They just want- hey, You ever heard of fucking um, the Iceman? The Iceman, what was this nigga name? Iceman. The nigga that was a serial killer. It's the HBO special on this nigga. He was a happily married man and going out killing niggas on the weekend. Every weekend, yeah. he was a serial killer. Every serial killer, some of them have family. Some of them have wives and husbands or whatever. They, they. But I'm saying she I, ain't know a thing. This nigga was out killing. Because me. she did not want to know. That's not, that's I, not I, you. Now you're speaking black girl magic. This is racist <laughs> what you're saying. If I Black to know, women know because she want to be your parole officer. <laughs> White women ain't going to know that. What? White women is more nosier than black women. What are you talking about? White women are very nosy. They are called Karens. They are very nosy. No, that's that's white entitlement is what you speak. Okay, of. so do you don't think that the white entitlement is going to entitle her to know your business and know that you're a serial killer? Absolutely not. You're a liar. And Only that's black why you just don't know women. See, the thing about it is that white entitlement is going to get her everywhere she needs to be. She's going to get into hotel rooms because of her white entitlement. My black ass, I got to sit here and call you and say, you really at this hotel so I could get up there? Her white <laughs> entitlement ass is going to be at the door. She going to have a key waiting for you. This ain't coming from a place, is it? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, no. I'm just saying women know things. If they want to know, they're going to find out. We don't look at that as loyalty or, oh, you got the same barber or whatever. Like I told y'all before the pod, my cousin used to go to Mr. Jimmy. Mr. Jimmy across the street freaking was like 60 years old. Mr. Jimmy is not going to cut his hair now. He has dreads in the freaking lineup. Well, RIP Mr. Jimmy, but he's not going to do it now. He's not going to go to Mr. Jimmy across the street. Like who does that? Like they're not going to do that. Mr. Jimmy wore like a bow tie and like the little old stuff. Like, 
to cut hair. You're not going to go to Mr. Jimmy. And if you do, you're going to be pushed back. So (laughs) (laughs) he's not going to line you up straight. (laughs) So we don't look at that as loyalty. We look at your habits. We look at men. We look at, oh, you get off how we treat how we treat how we treat you. Is, is it more of a personal thing? Because because what I'm hearing is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing is you say that we're creatures of habit, mm-hmm. you know our patterns, this, that, and the third, but essentially, essentially or ultimately, as long as that man is loyal to you and doing the things that, you know, he say he's supposed to do for you or say he's going to do for you, that's what you place most of your stock in not necessarily the fact that he only gets gas from exxon yeah or okay things like that matter they don't matter to me because exxon could be closed you can go some places where they don't have an exxon what you gonna do run out of gas you gonna keep pushing what you gonna do leave your car there (laughs) i was giving you game nah you ain't giving me game because y'all niggas switch up like y'all switch y'all draws I do not have time <laughs> to sit here and be like, oh, okay, you only, it's, it's loyal when you only, if you only do certain things, not necessarily gas or haircuts or nothing like that. That's not loyalty to me because your barber can move. As an you can move. I was just using that as an example. Do so y'all pay attention to things of that nature? No. I pay attention to edge ups. I pay attention to that line. I pay attention to die. I pay attention to um <laughs> yeah. what you mean that I mean like Beijing. I pay attention uh, to that. That's called the Joe Button. I pay attention to your daddy's hairline, your mama's hairline. I pay attention to oh, <laughs> edges. Yeah, I pay attention to edges because I got all mine. Um, and I didn't cut <laughs> and been bald and did everything to my hair, and they still grow back good. So, I mean, I need to know what's up with your family hairline, with the jeans and all that stuff. I pay attention to um, money management. You said hairline mad times. Because I do not pay attention to that. That stuff is despicable. If you ever She's think, loyal to, to, to paying attention to that, yes, for sure. I'm loyal to that because you have to, that's a good judgment of character right there. Now, that's what you could say. If you are hanging on by the last thread, <laughs> And you think you could pull this out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm judging you. <laughs> you have no respect for yourself and you have no respect for me. So I cannot almost, be with you. That's almost as bad as dirty uh, Air Force Ones. Oh my God. All white? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the hairline. You looking at the hairline. A bad hairline is like a nigga with them on. Oh my God. No, it's like a nigga with bad, dirty sneakers. Like, why? my like i don't even clean my sneakers my sneakers get dirty he cleans my sneakers because i don't really care about sneakers. but he cleans my sneakers for me yes i have a great man i don't do <laughs> i don't touch those because i i buy wax sneakers apparently but he buys right. them and he cleans <laughs> them <laughs> good let me ask you this you pay, you, you pay attention or did you pay attention to like a man's shoes because i've heard the phrase like hell you know, yeah you pay attention to his shoes Oh my gosh, so what, what does that what does that what is that for you? What does that do for you? What does that say to you about him? All that what bad that walkers are a no-no. If you are sitting <laughs> over here, yes, if you are sitting over here 
and you got some bad sneakers. Okay, first of all, you don't even have to have sneakers because I'm not into like the Jordans and all that. I had a couple pair growing up, but I don't know the numbers by like per se. But you can have like grown man shoes on. I like grown man shoes on. I like the little boots. The I like I love a Tim in the in the winter. My favorite look, and I know this is ghetto. I like a little thermal, maybe a hoodie on top, a nice jean, and a Tim. And <laughs> that's always been the look for me. You can get me in that look. Well, I'm, I'm taking now, but <laughs> at the time, <laughs> don't be Aisha Curryin on this spot. <laughs> well, hold on. What? Why Aisha Curry just catch a stray though? Because <laughs> she frisky. Her frisky ass like need to sit down. That way. You could get me in the. Clean it up. That was, be out here, Aisha Curry. That was back in the day. All I'm saying is, is just like shoes are important because they basically like men don't really have a lot of looks that could really like. It's not really like you could do a lot or whatever, but with your shoe game, you could bring it all together and you got nice shoes on, you got a nice outfit on. It just looks the part. It just like, even when you see a girl with a nice pair of heels on, they ain't gotta be loose. She ain't gotta have no bloody shoes, but she gotta have a nice pair a nice pair of shoes to accentuate her. You you guys don't take notice to that? You just don't care about shoes? Well, I, 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 I'm I not into it in terms of like, like I, I know a good shoe, like, oh, those are dope. Yeah. But like, you know, women can get away with a lot more than men can and make it look good. Cheap so shoes are horrible. Thing, don't, don't, yeah. But, no, cheap shoes are horrible. Yeah. But I'm just saying in general, like, you know, it's how you put your stuff together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It says a lot about you to me. And I focus more on the overall. Now I can point out some 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 bad shit, like, oh no, nah, that's trash. You know what I'm saying? But by and large, like now nah, it's how you put everything together. Cause some people buy a whole bunch of designer and just be looking like they doing the most. Like just cause you got on, yeah. <laughs> well, just cause you got on. A bunch of designer don't make it fly. It well, not Gucci you man, the person, but just like a whole bunch of Gucci, and you look stupid. Yeah, were so yeah. It's, it's all on how you put it together for me. I do pay attention to nails, though. I pay attention. I take. I pay attention to a, a, a female's nail. So you pop smoke if you ain't got your nails done. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> Rest in peace, pop smoke. Word. Like I do pay attention to that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um. And <laughs> I pay attention on the low. When I notice it, I pay attention, but I, I'm not necessarily looking for it. But like, don't be ashy, yo. I was at, I was pumping gas the other day. Yo, Jerry, niggas go from <laughs> ashy to classy, man. Yo, I, I, I was I was pumping gas the other day. I see Shorty and her elbows, <laughs> her elbows was like chalky white. I'm like, damn, ma. Don't do that. Like, I'm just telling you what did I saw. You, did you lotion face. her elbows? I did not. Well, <laughs> you can't say nothing because that's your lady. You're supposed to be. No, that's not my lady. No, oh. I'm not talking about my lady. You crazy? Oh, I thought that you know. said shorty. No, 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 no. Uh, a shorty. Oh, okay. Was, I was like good. a female that was also um, at the gas station. Like she was, she was in her car about to get out, and I'm pumping gas, oh. and like she, she's in her car. She's trying to like fix her hair, and her elbows is fucking chalky white. White. 
Yeah, I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. Oh, I thought it was so shorty. <laughs> I was like, you just oh, put that no. right there. You just put nah, that hell in. no. Nah, hell no. All Never. Right. Well, Gert, yeah. what do you notice? What is the turn off? Like what? Off the rip? Yeah. I look at uh <laughs> I was about to say some savage shit. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The footwear footwear is uh, important because if a a lady got messed up kicks, I'm concerned. She not hooping. She not like, what are you doing for your sneakers? You're not playing in the park. You're not training for nothing. (laughs) You're not training for nothing. (laughs) Yeah. You can wear New Balance, but they shouldn't look old. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 they messed me. up. I'm wondering what you're doing. Like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. No. I'm just saying. Oh. Or I heard not, somebody uh, say if a woman can't take care of her hands, she can't take care of you. Um, yeah, that's a that's a uh, saying. That's a saying. Yeah, I, I've never heard of it, but that, I, I'm and, with that bar. You know the uh, I'm tired of leggings. Leggings is the uh, the the new the new Chinese slippers. <laughs> but when you say leggings, like, are you like workout leggings? Like, if I'm yeah, you if you always in athletic attire. Oh no, not always. But like, if I'm like. Going to the store. Yeah, if you're trying to be comfortable, if, if you're if trying you, to be comfortable, but how comfortable? How comfortable are we gonna be? Yeah, okay. no, that too. I, right, right. Because okay, so let me ask you this, right? Because like chicks that wear leggings and ass be all out, like you have to know that, right? Like yeah, but I, a, I don't like that look. I'm no, not, me I'm neither. Not. Me neither. I'm saying it looks it looks like trashy and dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so what I'm saying to you, Cito, as a female, like you would have to know, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, like if you put something on, would you be like, oh nah, I can't wear this? Like this ain't this ain't official. Or would you just be like, ah, fuck it. I, I want to be comfortable, so I'm comfortable. So fuck it, it is what it is. I'm conscious of what I wear because I'm conscious of who I'm with. So I'm not about to sit here and attract attention, unnecessary exactly. attention. Exactly. Because I have I guess that's basically what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, do you know that you're attracting? If you that know you thing? have a little hip and a little dip to yourself, you kinda um you or like is that but uh, hold on let me ask real quick is that respect to him or is that respect to you it is both because me i'm saying it's certain stuff like let me just say this it's certain stuff that i would think that i would throw on that wouldn't be crazy but he might be like oh you wearing these tights and you wearing this hoodie your ass is out like i don't like that where right. don't want something or whatever, or throwing whatever, yeah. and I would have to do that for him because right. I don't right. think that it's crazy. Because I'm just like it's the way that's that these I'm are at. tight, like you... they are going to be tights. And I'm walking out the door. I'm going to the grocery store real quick. I'm just throwing on these tights and a hoodie and some sneakers, and I'm trying to be comfortable at the grocery store. But you might not like my attire, so maybe I throw on some jeans and a sweater to accommodate. Oh. You. So it's respect. It's not you. You don't look at it like, oh, you trying to tell me what to do. No, I don't look at it as you trying to tell me what to do because I personally I don't want that attention from other men. Like right. I don't want to have to tell somebody, huh, or leave me alone, or I don't want to talk to you, or whatever. Like I don't want to 
talk to people. I don't, especially like now, but. And you may, you may end up having to do that anyway, but at least, you know what I'm saying? You would look presentable for lack of a better word to where you're not putting yourself out there a certain way. Yeah, like but men I, may still approach you. You know what I'm saying? You can't help that. And you tell them, you know, I'm, I'm good. And, and, and that's just that, like, you'll never be able to, you know, do away with that altogether. But, but I never thought that in the situation to where though, like you said, Gert, like, is that him telling you what to do or whatever? Like, no, no, not no. about him telling you what to do. Oh, you I'm, said that. I'm sorry, Jerst. More along the lines of where your line is versus where his line is. Like you, it, it is, are you conscious or is there a big difference between where your line is and where his line is. But that's where I, you are with your mate. That's that's that. That's when you find out. You find that out before, you know, before it even gets there. I am, and I'm not I'm trying to say it like that, but like we think alike in a lot of things. So what he would consider something being, I trust his judgment enough in that way. But I'm saying like it, it's, so I get what I'm trying it's to ask. It's not a slight to me. And it's never a slight to no, me. It's never about, taken away about, from I'm me saying, being me. I guess what I'm trying to ask is women, do women understand? I mean, it is, I don't know how to say it. Like say it. a guy's, no, no, no. I'm trying to use the correct <laughs> term. Oh, you being Jay Prince. Just say it. What I'm actually trying uh -huh. to say is like, I so there's times where a guy might think I don't know how to say this shit. Is there times that a guy might think that you are being extra and you as a woman think that you're not? Are you trying to say like, yeah? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, like do yeah. you do you understand is it like do I understand his point when he tells me to change my clothes? Well, yeah, you un right. you do understand the point, but you didn't probably initially think that it was right. You didn't know that before doing it. Is it ever where you didn't look at it that way yeah. before he said it? Yeah. And then you're like, oh yeah, you're right. I see it. Or is it you trying to get away with it, or you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I know this shit is crazy, but fuck it, I'm gonna wear it anyway. Or it's like, oh nah, I didn't even. I right, I see what you're saying. Let me not do that. Me personally. No, I don't like since like like I was saying before about that whole I think we had this conversation about a bikini or you wearing a thong on the beach or you taking ass pictures or something or if I if I'm working out, I'm not showing my workout journey like I'm not like oh look at me like in my workout stuff or like in my tights or whatever like I'm not doing that for other people because I know the attention that it would bring I am conscious of that. Now, if I'm throwing on some tights and a hoodie to go to the grocery store and he says, hey, that uh, those tights are too tight. Maybe you should throw on a, a jacket or something to go over your butt or something or, or whatever to cover yourself up. Am I like, no, I think I look good. I think I look fine. I'm just throwing on some no, no, tights. No, that, like, so, why can't that, I so, so look, when you buy shit, right? Mm -hmm. When you buy shit, you have in mind that this shit gonna make my ass look such and such with these on. I don't. You don't. I don't. Right, that's what I I'm buy doing. things because you know, like, not even to be like that. Um, it's different 
for different women. Some women buy things with the intent to look a certain way. Some women attention. don't want attention. I am a woman who hates attention. I don't like it when the spotlight is on me. I hate that. That is my anxiety. I get nervous because I feel like it, it's it's a nervous feeling for me. I don't want to be looked at. I don't like that at all. Like that, that I hate it. So for me to have an attention, like to be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna buy these tights or whatever. And they're gonna make me look good or whatever. Now I wanna look nice. I wanna look good but I want to look good for the person I'm with, or I want to look good for myself. I do not want to, it's certain things that you just don't wear. Like I don't wear all that fashion over stuff or that skin type. And I could, but I just don't because I, that's not me. And I don't feel comfortable with myself to put myself out there on display like that. And if he is going to tell me like, yo, like you should not wear that because that is the attention that you're bringing to yourself and me not knowing all right, I got on these tights. I didn't think that they was going to bring attention to me. But if you're saying that and you're the person that I'm with, I trust his judgment. I trust him enough to lead me in the right direction. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, nah, because this is, I'm a woman and hear me roar. You're trying to take away my freedom. Nah, what the? That's the real black girl magic right there, my niggas. Air horns, air horns, air horns. You trust the person that you are with enough to trust their judgment and to know that he's not saying this because ultimately my man is secure enough to where though he want other men to look at me and to want me. But to know when I show that other side of my hand, you can't, you can't get me or you can't. He wants people to look at you when you have a man, they want you to be like, oh, I can't even afford her. Like she, she's out of my league. Like that's, that's what a real man would want for his woman. Right. You don't want your woman to just be accessible to everybody. You want men to want her, but she going to be like, nah, I ain't for what? You can't do what my man do for me. Mm-hmm. Work. When I win a chicken dinner. <laughs> I'm just saying you trust him enough for that. I would be stupid. Work. Do, um, do you think that... Um, it's stupid for the like your significant other to follow somebody else on social media. Like, like say for example, like you have your social media account, and then one of you know one of your man's or one of your significant other's friends follows you. Like, do you think that that's how does that work? What what do you do in that situation? Do you let him know, yo, Tony uh, from your job just sent me a follow, or how does that work in your household? I tell him, your friend, you your friend follow me. I mean, he'll, hmm? you tell him Tony from the job follow me. Well, Tony from the job probably don't know who I am because that nigga don't post me. So, <laughs> come on, see, keep right. it clean. Stick, stick, yeah, stick, stick. <laughs> keep it clean. Come on, you keep want me clean. to talk about what's going on in our? <laughs> the chats, keep it clean <laughs> no i'm just joking i mean but i don't but you know what that don't matter to me if you post me or not i don't care you come home so it don't matter but um just saying keep it clean no i'm just saying That's i don't extra. i don't i'm not gonna get in trouble for this um i would have got in trouble for a lot you're more. not gonna get in trouble this ain't about you getting in trouble it's about you keeping it clean you're my on the podcast Look, trust our judgment. That's all you were saying. Anywho, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not gonna like, uh, 
I'm just going to tell him. And I mean, I follow some of his friends, but I am very strategic on what pictures I like. Because some of his friends be wilding. They be doing some crazy stuff. So I don't like a lot of their stuff, but like their family and like their, right. you know, their kids and all that other stuff. I like them, but I'm not about to but like you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't like him oiled up at the beach. Nah, not with no shirt <laughs> off, not at the gym yeah. and doing all yeah, this crazy yeah. stuff. Like, nah, I don't do that. So do you agree that that might potentially send the wrong message? Or mean? it does outright, it does outright send the wrong it, Like, if you like the picture with him with his shirt off on his thirst trap shit, and you liked it, would you think that that would send potentially the wrong message? Yeah, that's in the wrong message. What's wrong with y'all? Like, no, I'm just listen. I'm just asking the question. I'm just seeing where you at. That's if all. you like a friend, if you like my friend with her ass out on the beach, <laughs> like, oh, I like that. <laughs> you like this? I get mad at you liking Tahiri. <laughs> if you like somebody I know, right, right, right. So, do y'all like? The pictures of the women looking crazy. What do you mean? Do I, I propose the same question to you? Like? Do you follow your significant other's friends? Nah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't like none of her friends anyway. Touche. <laughs> I was going to say that about somebody else, but. <laughs> nah, I got to relax. They got to relax. She won't be here. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. You can't say I don't like none of her friends because what about she don't like your whack friends? My friends is my cool. Friends ain't, yeah, my friends ain't are cool. That's what you think. Your my friends, friends are cool. Huh? You think your friends are cool, but she may not. She may tolerate cool. them. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and they my friends, so that too. that, that mo- most important. So she you like her friends. I'm not yes, asking her too. And yes, she does. She okay. cares. How about that? It's a deeper. It's a deeper, darker. <laughs> she don't care. Wait, what you say? Look, oh, <laughs> you could talk, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Send a smoke signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blink hey, twice yo, if you're in danger. Yo, see why you leaning in? Don't lean in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard something. <laughs> yeah, she leaned in. Guys, I can hear you. Say? <laughs> Just want to know. So, do y'all like the pictures of the butt being out or the chest being out of the friends? No, <laughs> I don't follow any of her friends. This is oh, yeah. so uh, whack. Y'all are so boring. <laughs> What do you want from me? I could lie to make it interesting and play devil's advocate. We could just have fun. I can't. (laughs) Whatever. I'm just, I'm just saying. (laughs) So, um, NBA. Yeah. I mean, you know, Christmas just passed. Christmas is normally the big NBA day. So they had a whole bunch of games on. Most people sat around and watched basketball all day. Um, and the season started a couple days before that. So I'm assuming everybody, you know, got a chance to watch basketball. Um, how y'all feeling about basketball returning and all of that? See what you what you what you thinking? I think um, Kevin Durant, KD, came back with a vengeance. That boy good. That boy nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is nice. And I've been saying he's the best player in the NBA. And LeBron James is the best player in the NBA. That's you what the other person here. says, but you got to relax. We're you gotta going relax. to see. 
We are going to Durant, There's a lot of things Durant has to do. There's a lot of things Durant got to do for him to even be mentioned with LeBron. But you know what? Uh, he, he may not even make it out the East. He got to at least make it out the East first. Okay, so can I give you this? I get why you say that. And I get why you may say that LeBron is the best player in the NBA because he's been on different teams and he's elevated all teams that he's been on and he's won championships with those teams. So I get that. But at the end of the day, I just feel that Kevin Durant has the tools to be the next player. Like, cause LeBron is about to retire. He, I feel like he is within the next two, two to three years, he might retire. Um, and I feel like Kevin Durant still has more game in him. And I feel that Kevin Durant is anteing up to be the best player in the NBA. Well, I think when LeBron retires, he will be the best player. In the NBA. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going too far. Yeah, I got to relax. No, I, we can't predict the future. You got to relax. I think Durant is the second best player in the NBA. I think he's yeah, he's good enough to be the second, maybe top three. I would say top three. He's not. Oh, and I'm going to so, tell you why so, he's not. No. Who huh? is? <laughs> we don't want to know. There's no, there's no second best player in the NBA. Oh, my God. See, there's no. This, this, where we, this is where we. This is where we disconnect. This is why okay, I said so, no. I, I'm going to just tell you. You wanted to hear him out. I said no. No, listen, I'm going to tell you why. Until a nigga can make it to the finals every time they up, you can't put nobody in that category. He's in the East, right? So he has to make it out the East this year before we even be able to talk about him. We can't talk about nobody yet. You still, there's mad, there's a whole bunch of dope niggas in the league. James Harden is a dope nigga. Um, let me ask you a Rick question. Is, huh? is, let me ask you a question. Is Charles Barkley top five all time at his position? Don't care, Charles Barkley. It's not about winning the chip. I'm but saying that's what, that's what it sounds like you're saying. No, mm-hmm. what I'm saying is LeBron James has made it out the East. Every every step of the way, he came out the East, right? Right. right. So if we're gonna compare anybody to him. They at least have to make it out the East. They at least have to make it to a finals. So you got a big pool of people, right? Nobody has set themselves apart from the other great talent in the league except for LeBron James. So if I agree with compare, that statement. Huh? I agree with that statement. So if you're going to compare somebody to him, make a fair comparison to him. But I'm not comparing but, him. But, but, we but, we're, not comparing, comparing, we're not comparing, Gert. I'm not saying no, no, if number one. So, so if not, look, if number one is all the way up here and yes. then number two is here, whatever the gap is, but no, there's, there's no still number a number two. two. There's always number two. You can't say that. It's not. Nobody has emerged. So we talking about. If I want to say there's a number two, I'm gonna say it's a number two, and I'm gonna say it's Kevin Durant. You can't do that to me. We talking about something else. You're not allowed to do that. We're talking about something because look, a argument can be made for every other player, right? There's there's no other player who has set himself apart from all of the rest of the other players. If you're talking about Durant, I can say James Harden is better than Durant. No, you can't. You, can, you can, can say anything. <laughs> huh? You can say anything. 
That's my point, though. But there's so no. Then why can't we say point. number two? Right. No, no, no. What, what I'm saying about? is, all right. You say Durant, right? I say James Harden. Okay. How do we? What? Do, but what are we going to base our arguments off of? What are the we? Individual player and their skill. Yeah, and where they take in they their all have skill. Of course they do, Gert. They're playing at the highest level. Mm-hmm. They're still, okay, so they're still best. They're still best, and then so second you're best. Who and you like, you're saying who you like the most. I'm saying, yeah, I'm no. saying based off of this injury that he had and how he came back, that don't happen like that. You're only saying two games, though. See, I've only seen two games, but I'm saying that that was better than uh, Kobe's two games or whatever the hell he played when he I came back. I thought. So look, playoff <laughs> basketball is a whole different game. But we're right? not in so, playoffs yet, so I can't speak right. on it. We, right. we, we, so we let's just, three games let's in just the give it a little bit of time. Huh? I just said that boy good. That's all I said. Well, that I boy like is great. I like him. That nigga's great. I said that boy good. I said that that is my favorite player in the NBA. Before he got okay. hurt, that was mine. That was my okay. top but player in the NBA. Now, he may... My fault. I don't mean to cut you. No, but you good. But like, it's just like you're saying it based off a different criteria. And I get why you're saying that because LeBron has won on every team that he's won on. He's won a championship with those teams. He's really elevated those teams to the next level. I get that. I get your criteria. It's different. But I'm just speaking on personal skill level. And I'm thinking of you recovery. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yes. Durant don't come out the East this year. You still feel the same way about him? Do I still feel like he is a great player and the greatest? No, he's he's number two. I, I could. Yeah. I could. I could feel I could like feel that. that way. Because it's the a East team effort. This year? Basketball yeah. is not an individual sport. Crazy. Yes, it is. What? For LeBron, it is. Yes, it is. So, I'm going to tell you. the the, the Outside meeting. of LeBron's first run in Cleveland, he never did it by himself. So no, I'm not taking away from what he did, but it's not like he best, didn't have help. The best so player in the league. An and the person thing. that he had the help with time, is hating on him. The first time, it was individual because it was just sheer talent and Look, a few the okay The best player roles. in the league, when we talking about the NBA, affects the game. The best player in the league is going to affect the game to where they win. That's that. That's period. But Kevin Durant proved that when he went into when Golden State was playing and he affected it was, that. Game. It was the best team ever before he got there. But when he got there, it was the best team ever before he got there. But when he got there, he made it better. Yeah, he but did. even with but even with OKC, even with OKC, he was doing his thing. So it's not exactly. like you know, he just started doing his thing and he just started becoming this player that everybody made. No, I'm not taking away from his greatness. You are what I'm doing you actually, is saying, yeah. I feel like you are too. No, no I think he's <laughs> like if you're talking about score, the niggas a freak of nature. The only thing I'm saying is I haven't seen Durant set himself apart from the rest of the pack. But so I can't say that. And you sound like until I see Smith. him. You said what? <laughs> you sound like CBD Smith. <laughs> nah, I hate that nigga. Has <laughs> he set me. himself apart from the pack? <laughs> no, he hasn't. The nigga Durant is. Is Stephen like, the biggest? Um, the the, the biggest. Huh? Is he like the the, the Coon, number? Huh? <laughs> he said Coon. <laughs> I was, trying to, I was trying to see what you said. 
Well, I, I didn't want to talk over you, beloved. What you had said, though? <laughs> you said it, not me. It, do you do you think do you think that Stephen A is a coon? Do I think he's a coon? Gert, I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, right? I hated Stephen A until I seen his All the Smoke interview. Mm -hmm. And it it made me respectfully disagree with him. Um, I didn't see it, so, so fill, up, fill, us, fill us in, because I'm, well, I'm the only one that didn't see it, but what, what how, So he how basically was, was saying there's a method to his madness. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, Basically, from how he came up, money is the number one thing to him. Mm -hmm. And he's more concerned about players not messing up their money than anything else going on. Mm -hmm. And he said, I will never break a story, but if other people are talking about it, I will comment on it. Mm -hmm. What? So... I feel like he's broken stories, no? Am I wrong in that? I, I yeah, feel like he's broken mad he... stories. I feel like he breaks a back lot in of early his Philly, his Philly days, yes. I would say that. I, I, I remember him doing that. But, like, as far but as, like... even with, like, certain information or certain, like, you know, like, he'll have a, a, a certain line to information where it's, like, according to my sources... Such and such and such and such is the case. Like I've, he's done that throughout his whole career. But you could do according to my sources and not necessarily break the story. They could already be talking about it on other platforms. But what if you're the what if you're the only one or the first one to publicly say whatever it is that you're saying? Because I feel like he has done that in many instances throughout his. I career. can't confirm or deny. <laughs> according to my sources. <laughs> I can't confirm. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, mm. but anyway, but but based on that, it makes sense and it aligns with the way that he goes about his career in terms of him saying that money is the number one motivation, and he's concerned with people not messing up their money more than anything. Because many times when people make accuse him of being an Uncle Tom, it's because he'll typically take the side of the organization or the fact that, yo, why would you do this? Why would you throw this away? Which is valid to a certain extent, but also, you know, don't act like you don't understand. Like I get being an elder statesman or somebody who's older and you may understand that, okay, you know, listen, man, this is how you're going to sustain for the future and for years to come. And you're trying to give advice. But at the same time, you also have to, remember and take into account the, the real situations that these athletes come from and what they're dealing with. So it's not to excuse it, but if they're young and, you know, allow, allow people to be young, allow people to make mistakes and be young because I don't think that's that. That's what he's saying. What he said was, I don't care about none of that shit. <laughs> he said, he said like, I'll, I'll never break a story. Meaning if the story come to me first, I'm not going to be the first one to put it out. But if it's out there, I'm going to say how I really feel about it. You don't feel like he's done that, though? I feel like he's done that before. Yeah, and from what he was saying, I I couldn't think about no story that he broke. I can't think of one either, but I, it feels that way to me. It feels like he's right, because he said the number one thing is the bag. I'm always going to side with the bag. And if you're a young player 
and you're doing things to mess up the bag, I'm going to tell you about yeah. yourself. I don't care. I don't care about nothing else you got going on. But if you're compromising the bag, I'm going to get on you. He used to be an Iverson Like hard. You're saying that you respect yeah. you respectfully disagree with that sentiment. So what he's saying, I feel. He's saying I came from oodles and noodles. I came from oodles and noodles every night of the week. Now that I got this bread, I'm never going to do nothing to fuck up. But you can't have everybody. You can't expect everybody to have that same mantra. Like, I agree with him in certain things. Like, because, like, even on a breakfast club, when they got to him and they was talking to him, he was real. And, like, even on all the smoke or whatever, they they confronted him on, like, some of the stuff that he was saying. I like the fact that he did not shy away from it. He answered every question. Like, but but you can't be mad. You can't be mad at him for how he. I'm feels. not. I was. I'm so never. No, no, no. I'm not saying you personally. Yeah. I'm saying the athlete. For me, I, I, I can't be mad. Like his job is a yeah. journalist, so he speaks on shit. I can't. From what he said, his rules are. I respect his rules. Like from, I'll never break a story, but I'm never gonna mess up the bag. So just because I don't view life that way, I can't tell him he can't view life that way. So I say I respectfully disagree with him because what he's saying, I never thought about it like that. But when he put it like that, I feel but I don't think like athletes if, if you, are mad at him because he's a journalist. I think they're mad because he's a black rep- he's he's representing African American people and he knows where they come from. He knows they come from poverty. He knows they come from, not all of them come from poverty, but I mean, he knows they come from different situations. And sometimes he may have a personal relationship with these people and he speaks on it in these white, at these white platforms and he's not bringing their true side to the table sometimes. A lot of the times he's just saying things just to- he's just like, reporting the news. Ex- huh, I'm sorry. He's just, he's just reporting the news. Exactly. No. He's just reporting the news or he's just like doing the things for the organization. He's just like dancing for the organization. He's not necessarily bringing their side to the table. A lot of the times, like even so, when he spoke on Kevin Durant and he was talking about him real bad and the mom was just like, the mom went up there and the mom was like, so what's wrong with my baby doing this? Like you spoke on that. My baby is joining the team. Like, so what? Like, here it is. Like, and he was very respectful to his mother which he didn't have to be but he he was and i appreciate that but at the same time you're speaking negatively about these african-american men granted we know that these white outlets do we know that they say whatever they got to say about them but you coming from that neighborhood and you coming from that place you can express their side or their side of seeing things but you choose not to that's where they get mad at. They get mad that you are supposed to be our representation up there because it's just you and Skip. When it was him and Skip, it's just you and Skip. And you allow Skip, like even every day, <laughs> Shannon talks back to Skip because he tries to dog LeBron every sentence. When it was the pandemic and they weren't even playing basketball, every sentence was a LeBron. Uh, He's the biggest LeBron hater in the world. Though. He's the biggest that's, one. That's, that's and that's the part that really apes is just that you can't even give this man credit and i'm not a lebron advocate he will say that everybody else is better than this man who has proven to be better in any situation and you can't even give him that 
that is where they would get mad at Stephen A because you're supposed to be our representation. That's that's what I got from that. Let, let me ask you this, right? You know how when like you have superstars or entertainers or celebrities and a lot of them say, I'm not a role model, but inadvertently, you know, kids or the youth or whatever, or there are a bunch of people who look up to them. Um, <clears throat> do you view that the same way as say, even like what we do, like it's a podcast, right? And we're podcasters or what, or, or what have you, but like, do you think that that also makes us journalists or do you <laughs> think we're not journalists? I ain't looked up nothing. Um, I, my facts don't never be straight. So I don't consider- So you think, so you, so you only subscribe to journalism in the traditional sense or Heck, definition of yeah, journalism? Yeah, I subscribe okay. to journalism as a serious profession. I do not consider okay. myself a journalist. I do, do not report the news. I did not go to school for that. I did not, um, I don't have cliff notes or whatever at the, I do not cite my sources. I don't do none of that. So me being a person that's just speaking on something, I'm just telling you how I feel, man. Like that's it. So it's just your it's just your opinion versus the traditional sense. Yep. And you don't think that, and you don't have to, but I'm just asking. You don't think that the just like other things evolve. You don't think that the definition of what a journalist could be could evolve. I don't think, think it just, should. I don't think don't that. Think <laughs> I don't think that uh, saying that you're a doctor should evolve. No, you want to school to become a doctor you went to school to become a journalist like there's these there's certain professions that don't need to evolve to be that that can be taken in just or slighted that that's a discredit to that profession okay Gert, what you feel about that you agree word <laughs> <laughs> Dude, i don't consider myself a journalist i just consider myself a nigga with an opinion just a nigga right. with an opinion. We all got opinion. We right. just voicing ours lively. What do you think, Jerry? Um, yeah, I think that um we are we just voicing our opinions and, and really we this is something that we kind of do anyway. Like it's something that we've already already was doing. You know what I'm saying? So now that it's in a format of a podcast, it's just a way for us to get it to the masses but these conversations is conversations that we would have on the phone or in person anyway it's not like we're doing anything different like we may we may you know say all right let's talk about this let's talk about that but it's not like you know these topics wouldn't be topics that we would bring up in regular conversation yo yo did you see such and such and then we talk about it and give our opinion so i do agree i think we just you know people with opinions and we just voicing it on a platform that allows other people to hear it and agree or disagree with it. Cool. Word. Um, <clears throat> yo, it's the end of the year, man. <laughs> 2020. You ready for that wrap up? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where exactly where I'm going. Um, you, you waiting on it? <laughs> well, no, I'm not waiting on it. No, <laughs> I'm not waiting on it, but um, every year, Uncle Murder, um, mad skills, right? Yeah. Uh, Dang, you ain't waiting on his. They, they, no, 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 I'm just saying, you know, every year they do. What one are you waiting for first? Who are you going to listen? If they drop the same they day, usually who do. are you going to listen to first? Uncle Murder. Dang. Uncle Murder. 
I think Uncle More Uncle Murder is more entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. And uh it's funnier for me. And so I enjoy it when he does the year and wrap up and he talks about everything that happened. You say you a nigga that saved your vegetables for last, huh? Come on, man. Yo, yo, you gotta relax. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta relax. <laughs> My vegetables. <laughs> you need yeah, all your protein. <laughs> yeah, you get that last. You be hoping you don't gotta eat it. My if it get cold, I'm cold, I ain't gotta eat it. <laughs> oh. Yo, did your, did your peoples make you eat your vegetables? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had to eat my you vegetables. Ain't, you ain't, but so what? But what happened? Like, so if you didn't want to eat it, what you didn't eat, or you got your ass beat, or what was the consequence? I just ate. Oh, you couldn't leave the table until you, you had to stay at the table until everything was gone. I didn't have a problem. <laughs> I was dead. always hungry, so I just ate everything that was on oh, my you was plate. A good kid. Are you yeah, I, everybody be outside playing. They'd be like dinner. I would be the only one in there. Everybody <laughs> outside still playing. <laughs> I eat. <laughs> Give me that. I'm eat my corn. I'm going to eat my cornbread. Yeah, give me there. <laughs> they ain't in here. <laughs> Word. Who y'all, um, I don't know if waiting for is the right phrase, but who do y'all, who, if they drop the same day, Gert, who would you listen to first, Uncle Murder or Mask Up? I'd probably go with Murder first. I'd probably go with Murder. Uh, for the same reason? Yeah, Mask Skills is like, it seemed like the last couple of them, he was rushing through them, or he ain't put enough enough uh, <laughs> seasoning on his. <laughs> Just wrote it the, the, the day he dropped it, the day before he dropped it. Yeah, it was like he missed something. <laughs> something else happened. And, nah. and Murder had that in his. So you, you like, do you have to take notes like all year? Like or or what do you do? That's what, yeah, they probably got they probably got that shit in notes and they keep adding to it. Nah, I think that shit just flow. I think that shit just flow. You know what happened this year? No, you really you missed no. them. Oh well. I mean, we stayed. In but the they, house. but they so but they're so thorough with it. They're so thorough with it that I feel like I don't know if they write notes all year or not, but it feels that way. It feels like they. It feels like they don't miss anything. No. It feels like everything that happens in that year, they touch on it and they get creative with it. But I'm traditional, so I go to Mad Skills first and then I go to Uncle Murder. Oh, so you're better than us. That make you traditional? (laughs) (laughs) She's better than us. I'm traditional. Why is that traditional? Yeah, I'm bougie, so I do it the bougie way. No, it's just out of respect. You gotta go to the first one, and then you go to Why? the second one. What's the respect though? Or where's the disrespect? It might be a better. It's point. not disrespect, but I'm just saying. For me, I go to the person who did it first, and then I listen to the person who did it second, and then I just be like, "Oh, okay. Well, this is nice. This isn't like I know. I can just compare, contrast them. I um." have been listening to Mass Skills for a long time. So that's, I, it's just normal to me, you know, Why? listen to him first. Why would you listen to him for a long time? <laughs> I was listening to the wrap ups. He was the only one doing them. Who else oh, was doing them? None of his other, none of his other albums. No, he's a professor. He does right have now. mad skills. He's a professor. <laughs> don't, disres- don't disrespect him. 
Is you say he's a professor? Yeah, he be teaching. Oh, he's the rapping teacher? I guess. Hey. There's a lot of these rapping teachers. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just, you know, like, I'm just used to listening to him first, I guess. That's why I listen to him. Oh, sidebar. Um, Damn, my baby. Um, rest in peace to um, Ecstasy from Houdini. Yo, what do you, what do you, like, Houdini, was that a, was that a thing for you? Like, like Houdini as a group, did you, you or your brothers or your older cousins or like, did you listen to them or did they listen Me? to them? Or, no, you, I was born in 1985. <laughs> yeah, I understand, but that don't mean you don't, you like, uh, you like EPMD? They came out when, after I was born. All right, so you so you only listen to people that came out after you was born. Yes, nigga. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> and only in rap, though, right? Yes. Because R and B was great before I was born in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about to say because R and B got some some heavy hitters. I can't just ignore all of the great R and B that came out before. Yeah, R and B is different. But with rap, yeah. Word. Hey, so um, do you consider? Do you consider the golden era your golden era, like your era, or do you consider like the the golden era of rap, like the era that was a little bit before you really, really was getting into it? Because a lot of people say like late eighties, like eighty eight, eighty nine, like around that time, it's considered golden era. That's after you born. Do you consider that golden era, or do you Who consider like that? The huh? late 80s. When you say the late eighties, you mean like N.W.A. Chuck D. No, I mean like yeah, like eighty eight, like like so eighty eight. So Eric B, Rakim, Golden Era, and whoever. No, but people say, but people say, they don't know what they're talking about. Tell them stop. I mean, but but why? So your Golden Era is the only good Golden Era, like you. Yes. Not even my Golden Era. That Golden Era is not the Golden Era. Like it, it was. The golden era, I would take to mean the best. That wasn't the best nothing. I think they mean it as the purest, and it might have been the best in their lifetime. Like somebody who's 18 and hustling and hearing certain joints that came out. The, the best, because if you're talking about 18 and hustling, Hove, Hove, The Locks, Fab, their hustling bars are way better than whatever hustling bars you're pulling from there. So I agree. I yeah. I agree. That makes them wrong. Uh, that makes in them your wrong. in your opinion. In, in your no, opinion. period. That's not my opinion. It <laughs> is a fact. If you hold them up next to each other, I'm gonna be right. Kane, if you go Kane, Kooji, Rap, their their shit was dope. Uh, Rock Kim, but they took rap to another level after that. Nas, Hove, Blocks, X, they took rap to another level and it still hasn't, like it, it hit its peak there and then it dropped after that. I would agree with that. So you have to consider that the best because it hasn't been duplicated. It hasn't been imitated. It hasn't been anything. It just, it, it was over. And that's amazing too, like for, for that to have happened that way. With to have yeah. dropped after but that. For us to for us to be a part of that, 
and experience that and know that it hasn't been the same. But do you feel like we the old niggas that's just like, yo, back in my day, like, no, you feel like- because I, if you listen to this shit today, <laughs> if you listen to this music today and you like it, I'm not hanging out with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, snap. It's one of the Seances. It's two thirds of the Seances. <laughs> I can't. That's a privilege, too. That's a privilege. That's a privilege. Two thirds. AC, let me ask you a sidebar question. Are are you gonna be the mom to, to throw your baby the biggest one year old birthday party ever because she's one? Because you know what that's do you the mean thing. My biggest one like, year old birthday party. So parents, Is right? You so throw a stupid dope big one birthday party. Are you planning it already? Am I planning <laughs> her a one year old birthday party? She could have one. Yeah. No, are you planning it right now? No. Yeah. That's what he asking. Yeah, because you know some people I be like, I be seeing parents like they be going crazy when they baby turn one, and it's like, yo, who is this for? They're not gonna remember this. Yeah, <laughs> my mom did it. It was for her. It wasn't for you. You don't remember. No, it wasn't for me. It was for my little sister. I actually do remember. My mom got a pony. Oh, for your sister. I'm talking about for you though. Oh, for my one year old. For me to, for my one year old, I'm saying my mom did it for my little sister. She did go a lot. She Got it. Clown. She had cotton candy. It was a, a bouncy house in the si backyard. Your sister don't remember that. Not at all. She had a pony ride <laughs> in the backyard. You had fun though. I did. Me and my friends, we did. <laughs> we enjoyed all of that. But right now <laughs> it's COVID, so I probably do something like at the house. Like I probably get her like Word. dressed and do like nice balloons and stuff, and probably. But what she's one in what February? February. Mm -hmm. Word. Word. Her and her daddy, his birthdays are like oh, okay. a week apart, so I probably do something joint for the both of them. But that's that's it. crazy. Baby birthday is like a week before too. Yep. Word. Crazy. That's it's cool. exactly a week. Well, no. But it's close to a week before. It's like the fifteenth, the fifteenth and the sixth of February. And the tenth and the nineteenth. See, eighteenth, tenth and eighteenth. Who, whose birthday you messing up? Tenth and the eighteenth or the nineteenth? Who's? You gotta relax. See? <laughs> Rough Friday. I don't need any added pressure in this household. I don't need you coming in trying to mess up the inner workings of my organization. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, Jay Prince. <laughs> and she cute after that on cue. <laughs> Word. Yeah, man. Well, look. Um, we about to get out of here. But um, any last words before we get out of here? Just the uh, what you, girl? What you want to leave the people with? Uh. Your, your last words of 2020 to the people. What's 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 the message? Shout out to uh, Mr. Jimmy and keep your hair lines intact. People out there is watching. <laughs> Streets is watching. <laughs> oh, I do want to um always shout out um to Lux Collection um. Candle line, you know what I mean? 
Um, make sure, you know, just cause it's, just cause the holidays is over, don't mean you can't go get your orders and, 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 and get the crib smelling right or get your car smelling right. So yeah, Thank definitely you. make sure, make sure y'all go shop Lux Collection. LL, is it Lux Collection LLC.com mm -hmm. or Lux Collection.com? Okay. Make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure everybody's safe on the holiday, New Year's and all of that. And until next time, anything Rico. New Year, new money, nigga, ball drop. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.